Good morning and welcome to a banger episode. Episode 202? Three. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Ten. Are you fucking kidding me? Excuse the language. I thought we were gonna try something new. Hey Ben, here. you know how actually how easy this is? Is today's the today's the twenty first. It's the third week of the year, and the year ended okay. on episode two hundred. Oh, all right. Good, good. That'd be good if I knew what the fucking date was, because yesterday I didn't know it was Saturday, so <laughs> that's good. Um also, can you flip the camera around? I'm just staring at your steering wheel. Oh right my now. god, yeah, but it's a nice Chevy. It is a nice head. Chevy <laughs> steering wheel. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, look at it, dude. I'm flipping. Oh my god. It. It's oh yeah, that's my okay, so it's official. That's the problem. Cause I I smashed my phone the other day. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it is flipping from I don't have a front view camera anymore. That's right. why we couldn't got that's it. why we couldn't get us got last it. week. Got it, got it, got Damn it. All right. Well that's the steering, steering wheel's better than nothing. Now I wonder if I took this off. This might be a dangerous play today, but it's for the podcast. So I'm gonna take off the Oh my god, I just tore this shit. Hey, this is live. I am taking off my front screen cover <laughs> to truly see. If I smashed just the thing, or yeah, because for everybody at home, we last week I just was looking at nothing the whole time. All right, so it's official. I took off my protective layer, which is not good. My mm-hmm. wife's gonna kill me. Your protective um, layer that that didn't protect your phone when it got smashed. It appears it didn't, but <laughs> I it it doesn't look like the camera's bad at all. Oh, there you go. Oh, you're all okay. All right. All right. All right. This is terrible radio, but all right. So anyway, um, this is the 203rd episode Mm -hmm. of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. We are hosted by Aaron and I, and we're presented by Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue, and One Stop Convenience. And welcome. This is our podcast. And I appear that I have broken the front camera on my phone. You sure Interesting. Have. Aaron, how are you? How was your week, pal? It's my... a brisk 33 degrees here this morning. Um, yeah, which is what we were talking about before we jumped on here. And I was going to make this point because Ben was like, oh, you know, 33 degrees is, is obviously very cold for Florida. And I was like, I just walked Sasha to the coffee shop and it's 18 degrees here with a wind chill of six. So it's it's obviously, you know, pretty fucking cold here, too. Um, and what I was going to say, Ben, is you you mentioned, you know, yeah, well, you know, 33 degrees for Florida is obviously fucking freezing. Um, well, I remember when I, the first, I think it was the first night I was in, when I was living in San Diego, it was like, you know, I don't know, 51 degrees at night. And it was January. It was like, it was basically like this time nine years ago. And, uh, I remember like laying in bed and my my fucking bedroom was the garage. I mean, it was a finished garage, but it was still the garage. 
And I remember laying there and I was fucking freezing. And I like had to get up and put a sweatshirt on and like a long sleeve shirt and sweat, you know, because I usually sleep naked. Sorry if that's too much information. But I, uh, I woke up and I had to put all these layers on. And I remember just laying there being like, dude, like you're a New Englander. Like what? Like what is wrong with you right now? Like you're in Southern California and you're over here like layering up to go to bed. So there are places though that when it's like, you know, you expect it to be warm and it's just not warm where it's like almost like extra cold because you're so used to just being warmer. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's just like, I mean, it's the whole, like, I, I think it's just one of those weird things. It's the whole South. I also think that the, you know, the earth probably just goes through these cycles on its own. And, you know, here we are like global warming and it's really like fucking global freezing. Like, you know, you got pictures of the South just, you know, freezing cold temperatures. Like the other day I saw a graphic and it was like, like, below freezing almost everywhere and then the only part that wasn't was south florida and it was 66 degrees which you know for south florida it's i mean that's cool it's not like cold or anything you know but i'm saying it's like the whole united states is you know seeing some shifts in weather patterns it appears well um, you know from, from dude i had aaron i had I had a sheet of ice on my pond. I'm like on in my backyard the other day. Oh man. And did I not send you that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you sent it to me. Right, but I'm saying like you know, it's like my my mom can't get a sheet of ice on Coventry Lake. You know, but we got ice on the pond down here. Like is that a little bit weird or no? I mean, it's, it's I mean, definitely a little bit weird, you know. It's and it's it's funny because like, you know, the last, I would say the last probably week to 10 days here is like the, it, it's felt like winter. Like we had a, we had a storm on Tuesday. I mean, nothing crazy, but you know, we had a storm Tuesday. It snowed a little bit Friday. Like I said, it's, I just look, it's 19 degrees out right now. It's only going to get up to 30 today. The sun's out. It's like one of those crisp winter days, the wind's whipping, but it's, you know, cold, but I'm looking ahead Thursday, 47 degrees, Friday, 54, next Saturday, 50 and sunny. So it's like, it is going to go back to being a somewhat mild winter. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I mean, it does look nice out, even though it's cold, Ben. Yeah. Well, this is all you get to look at. Since yeah, I guess well. my front screen is just, <laughs> dude, I app. So my back of my phone is in, I don't know, 14,000 little tiny pieces <laughs> of glass yeah. right now. <laughs> so I figured I figured my best option was I laid my phone down and I just got super glue and I just glued <laughs> the entire back of my phone. So now it's it's good. So then after I glued it, I took clear packing tape. Yeah. And I like I did a pretty good job. Like I'm not fucking going to get it fixed. There's no chance. I just oh, like, dude, I, I'm the same way you are. I've had my phone, you know, knock on wood for over three years now. I had to get it on. I got it. I remember I got it on Black Friday, 2020. The worst, the worst part is, is I kind of just got this not that long ago. Like, yeah, see, that's what makes it harder. Year. Yeah, that's what makes it it's, harder. And I dropped twelve hundred bucks on it. Yep, or whatever yep. the you know. Yep, uh, that's the way it I goes. just walked. You know, walked in, paid for it. I'm. I didn't do like the. 
whatever pay, monthly the pay, payment plan. Yeah. So right. like I've I've had my phone now for three years. I got and the only reason I remember was Black Friday twenty twenty is because my my last phone shit the bed on Thanksgiving night. Like I was over at the Kentons and I my phone just shit the bed and I was like, okay, I just don't have a phone. I got to go like get that done tomorrow morning. So, uh, and I remember when I went, you know, when you go to get a new phone and they like ask you if you have a phone to trade in or whatever to get like, you know, whatever it is, 250 bucks off the new one. The guy's like, what kind of condition is your phone in? I'm like, well, it doesn't work. He's like, what do you mean it doesn't work? I'm like, well, there's a crack right down the middle. So you can't like push any of the buttons because the like sensors are all fucked up. So you can't. And he's like, all right, well, what does the back look like? And I took it out of the case and I'd completely forgotten that the entire back, you know, it was one of those like all glass, uh, the, you know, the back is all glass. It was just completely smashed into a thousand pieces. And I was like, oh, honestly, I'd kind of forgotten about this because it's just always the case. And uh, I remember he was like, he was like, well, the only way I can give you the 250 bucks off is that like we can wipe, like you have to be able to wipe the phone. You know, you have to be able to, to get all your uh, data off of it. And I was like, okay. And so I sat there for like 40 minutes just trying because, you know, like when you go to wipe the phone, it's the uh, you have to like punch in your passcode, you know, when it like brings up the option to to delete everything. And I sat there for 40 minutes trying to punch in a four digit passcode and then I finally got it to fucking work. And he's like, all right, there you go. 250 bucks off. But I've had this phone now for over three years and it's, you know, knock on wood. It's still. Oh, uh, yeah. Knock on wood. But I also don't update it. So like I have the I am like probably two or three OS updates behind. Uh and I, I feel think like that I definitely was, helps with its health. I mean, I went I used one phone for a full two years, no problems until Jack Wagon in Costa Rica stole it. Oh right. I forgot um, about that actually. Like that was a that was a sweet phone. If I if I I bet you had I not got that thing jacked, that was the it was the red iPhone 10 or the iPhone X. Yeah. I guess that was the 10. Yeah. But that was a great phone, man. Like great phone kept its battery. And then I got this new one and sure enough, I just fucking smash it to smithereens. But Hey, honestly, I like it better this way. That's the way she like, goes, Ben. That's the way she goes. Oh, Benny, we got to continue our conversation from yesterday. So, Oh, that's right. Also. Yeah. Didn't we talk about it? a gambling thing yeah so ben called me yesterday and was like uh hey go on one of your betting apps which by the way ben i resent that a little bit assuming that i have more than one gambling app because i only have one all right i'm not that okay. much of a degenerate plus you only really need one <laughs> i did at one point have two but i only have one right now um but ben asked me for what the odds were that the super bowl would be uh that the super bowl would be um but played between the ravens and the niners 49ers right, right. um so i looked and it was, it the up. line was it plus what was two, it plus 225 plus 225 which is chicken shit we don't we don't bet unless we're making 400% on it right like ether so um and Ben, why don't you why don't you tell tell the the folks at home the reason why you? Uh, you oh well, I saw that. this. I I saw this little um, what do they call that? A um, I saw a graphic mm -hmm. of the last couple Super Bowls, and they showed this image, or they showed basically like that the that the because everybody knows the NFL is rigged, 
Everybody knows that. Um, they showed this graphic of the colors of the last couple Super Bowls, and then they showed, like, you know, the teams who were in it. And it was like, who was it? My boy, Joe Burrow, the Bengals and who? Bengals and Chiefs. Bengals and Chiefs. No, no, like no, no. Red. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. That's not right. Yeah, that couldn't Bengals, be right. Bengals and uh, the Bengals and the Rams. Sorry. That's right. Yep, they lost to the Rams. And the and the colors of like the Super Bowl graphic were like the Bengals and the Rams. Then the next year was um the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Chiefs. Is that right? Or did I just make that so, up? Well, let's see. When Patriots Rams, it went uh uh Chiefs, the Chiefs beat the 49ers the next year. Then it went. Then it went. Let's see. It was, last year was the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. So then it went Buccaneers, Chiefs. The uh, Brady and the Bucks beat the Chiefs. Then it went Rams, Bengals, and last year was Chiefs, Eagles. Okay, right. So all those graphics like add up to like the colors of the graphics had the teams in them. So this year's graphic came out and it was like purpley and red, mm-hmm. you know, or like the color of the 49ers. So this, you know, the, the things was saying like, you know, are the 49ers and the Ravens going to be, you know, the, uh, the teams in this year's Super Bowl. So I'm like, Yo, Aaron, let's make some scratch on this because I was hoping that it was going to be like a long shot. And then he told me that uh, basically they're both number one seeds, which, okay, I could see why people might think them uh, they'd be in the Super Bowl. And uh, it was bad odds. So, but all right, to answer the question, what are we at now? What what happened so- yesterday? Uh, both the the Ravens and the Niners won. The Ravens won convincingly. The Niners had to come back, and they they had a game winning drive with uh, I think they scored with like a minute left. You're kidding me. What's the line at now? So the the actual prop is not up. It probably won't be up until tomorrow once the rest of today shakes out. There's two more games today. So, but but how was it up the other day? Because none of the game none of the games had happened yet. So like, like a lot of times when, when there's, you know, you have futures bets where you can bet, obviously, as the name would suggest, bet on things to happen in the future because the, none of the games had happened yet. You could still bet on it because the games, two of the games have happened. The other two have not. They probably, the sports book probably won't put the odds up until they have all the teams that are going to be in it so they can make the right odds. But, but that being said, you can pick, like you can parlay the conference winners, like so that w- which team is going to win each conference. So basically picking who is going to be in the Super Bowl. So if you were to parlay the Niners, who are heavy chalk, chalk for people at home means the favorite, uh, and the Ravens, who are also the chalk in the AFC, but not as heavy of chalk, the odds are for those two, for to parlay those two together, meaning both those teams win their conference and play each other in the Super Bowl, it is plus one oh eight, meaning you two you would have to bet a hundred dollars to win hundred and eight dollars. We just lost a hundred and sixteen bucks. Yep. Yep. It was plus two twenty five yesterday. So plus so we lost so hundred and seventeen dollars just if you <laughs> if you were to bet it today. And so we'll we'll probably see tomorrow, but yeah, it's probably gonna settle around like plus one oh five, which is is heavy chalk, which is not uh is not desirable, but 
it is uh it is interesting. Isn't that incredible? Just like okay, that was that was a live, real time type of thing. I called you, and it's a hundred. It's a hundred dollar or a hundred point difference in the. Uh, is that yeah. what would you call that? A hundred point, like it's it's not a dollar difference. It's a hundred. Like what do you uh, call that? The line that's a hundred. Yeah, the, like, li- the line you- moved. The line moved. I guess a hundred. Yeah, I guess a hundred points. I don't know. That's actually I never really thought about that before. But uh, you know, a hundred bucks, right? Because your your standard for any bet is a hundred, right? If it's minus or plus, you know, if it's minus, you have to bet that. So amount. if it's like if it's plus like two point five, plus you're only making two. Oh, oh, oh. Oh yeah. wait, no, because it's always a hundred is a hundred is even money. So if it's plus a hundred or minus a hundred, that's even money. Uh, okay. And then, but you know, typically with sports books, you don't, a lot of times don't see plus a hundred because that means the sports book, if, you know, if you win the bet, they're not, they don't make any extra, the juice they call right. it big. Okay. So then like when it says like, okay, plus seven and a half, what does that mean? Plus seven and a half means it, whoever that team is, that's the spread. That means that team is uh, a seven and a half point underdog, meaning that they need to win or excuse oh, okay. me, so lose by the, seven or less. That's like the actual score. Mm-hmm. That part of the okay. But if uh, you're like, okay, see, I just don't understand sports well, betting, but that's, that's fine. A, that's all right. You've got a you've got a wily old veteran as a as a podcast partner. But um, I was I so that I saw it's I, I I was going to bring this up as we talked about this. I saw yesterday or excuse me this morning a news station in memphis like a local news station in memphis tennessee had a like a blurb on their it was like a contest to win tickets to the super bowl and it was like you know enter to win two tickets to fit to super bowl whatever this one is 54 I, I don't even know what super bowl it is but did it say like with usher and and um post malone and yeah the, yeah the oh Ravens that's right that's, what, that's that's right that's what it was it was talking about Dude, the they halftime ran it show. In vancouver too yeah and it said you know super bowl 54 between the san francisco 49ers and the baltimore ravens yeah. which is obviously not set yet you know both the, the you know there's the conference championship games are next so weekend. i that all right dude i was thinking i'm like i was like i thought i saw this in two places but i saw the graphic but then i saw this other thing um that was saying it was some um vancouver vancouver island news station said something about the the halftime show with Usher, Post Malone, and someone else between the Ravens and the 49ers or something. Reba McIntyre. So that and then it said, but Reba McIntyre, that's exactly it. But then someone said, like, um, oh, they could be talking. That was the same graphic from didn't they already play in the Super Bowl? The Ravens and the Niners played in twenty. 20- well, right. So some someone was saying that, oh, that was a news clip from them. But then I'm like looking at the news clip and I'm like, yeah, but but in 2012, that wasn't. Yeah. But Post Malone wasn't like. Right. I think that's what I was. That was the first thing I was thinking about. So, yeah, that's. So I think it got Aaron. This is a, this is exciting for the podcast. This is really exciting for the podcast. Is no, that t- you've seen it. 2012 was uh, Patriots Giants. We'll never talk about that game again. It was uh, 2013, okay. but still, I mean, uh, I'm honestly surprised you didn't. 
immediately say no 2012 was Patriots well it, we're not okay. we're not talking about that it was the 2011 it was, you know if we had said 2011 i would uh, but you know i forget that the super bowl happens in the following year so yes that makes sense and that one we'll, we'll never discuss that again that mario manningham catch down the sideline that still haunts my dream sometimes um but yeah 2013 that was game what, how many did you, how many did you get after that five four <laughs> uh three after that uh, that would be uh, 2015 but against the Seahawks. The the difference with that one was that was the perfect season, right? No, that was 07, 08. Oh, that was we, we certainly don't talk about that one, Ben. I watched okay. uh, there. There was a uh, that uh, Tom Brady show, Man in the Arena, that was going on. That like you know where they talked about each one of his Super Bowl seasons. You know that each episode was an hour long episode about each one of the seasons that he made the Super Bowl. What is that on? What? Uh, uh good question, actually. Because um, I would, I would like to watch that. No, and it is, it is great. Uh, oh my God, Man in the Arena is a speech uh, by Teddy Roosevelt, Citizenship in a Republic. Um, interesting, uh, interesting, Aaron, and ESPN. That's like one of those things, dude. Um, you know the 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 Taylor the SEO the search search, search engine, engine optimization optimization. Yeah. What was the name of Teddy Roosevelt's speech there? It was citizenship in a republic. Citizenship in a republic. I bet you that talks a lot about you know like rights and 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 freedoms and all that. And here we are going very far against all of that and we just you know pop in a tom brady man in the arena and now nobody ever i we should read that speech uh not not on air but we yeah, should read uh, that <laughs> it's 31 pages long I'm not okay um, um so but, interesting so, well so what i was gonna say was you know so the first three episodes they're obviously talking about uh the first three super bowls the patriots won 36 38 and 39 and then the fourth episode is the 18 and 0 year. And I just didn't watch it. I just, I got to that point and I just didn't watch it. And I haven't watched any of them since. And there's seven more episodes. I haven't watched a single one of them. Um, uh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Bill Belichick's gone. Brady's gone. The dynasty's over. It's, uh, it's yeah. Over. All right. Um, do you think Bill Belichick gets a job elsewhere? Or do you think he's just going to? I think the rumor is right now is that it, he is. Uh, has a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, he's going to go somewhere else. He's he's absolutely going to go somewhere else. Um, so he ain't done, huh? Well, I mean, what's he? You know, him and Linda Holiday, my close personal friend, broke up. Yep. You know, so he's not. He doesn't have a no relationship. No shit. Like that. His kids are all adults. You know, what, when did they break up? Uh, at some that. point last year, you didn't see that. Like, there was like ring ring camera footage from last summer of him. Walking oh, out of somebody's right. yeah. house and on the Jersey Shore with like no shirt on and shit, and like first thing in the morning. Bill Belichick, what a dog! But you know, of course, Linda Holiday, close personal friends of the show. Uh, people forget, right? Um, and I mean, we met her together. Yeah, on uh, on Nantucket, and her and their their dog Nike. Um, at, and, at um, Cisco. at um, Bar- no Bartlett's. No, it was Cisco first, and then we ran into them. We ran into oh, her after. Right. Oh, I was talking to her right. at Cisco, and then we ran into her at Bartlett's right after. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyways, back to where this whole diversion started. It's looking like it's going to be the Niners and the and the Ravens in the Super Bowl, and uh, 
and the NFL and we, and we knew script it. has we knew finally it happened. <laughs> the NFL script has finally been leaked. Interesting. I mean, I, I you so, know, it's it is it is funny though because it's like all right, all this stuff does make you think that there's like this great. Script all right, so Aaron, my next thing, my next thing would be like, um, okay, are they gonna see that that like okay now? I mean, 330 million people on the Sunday Conversation podcast have heard that, like, the script is out. Does the NFL listen to this podcast and then go ahead and say, all right, we got to change the script so that they don't think it's, you know, like, because if it comes out, then, like, we just broke news to the world, you know? But if it doesn't, then they're like, you know, they keep us hush hush here on the Sunday Conversation podcast, just talking about every other well thing. Yeah, you know? Ben, don't forget the the NFL owns the the copyright to, to, to Sunday Conversation. <laughs> so people forget that like this podcast has been at war with with the NFL for years, and uh, now that we just we just put this information out there, I guess Ben and I are either going to end up dead, or this is going to get squashed, or uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, yeah, we we've we are basically just laughing right in the NFL's face because we're using some of their copyright in in calling our podcast this. Um, the best part, the best part about this this point that we've made it to episode two hundred and three, and and that also like we talked about this in the very beginning, like we thought we were like, oh, this may never happen because we don't own the rights to it, but at this point when the nfl comes at us with the cease and desist we're gonna be like fuck off we've been doing this for for four years like check the timestamps. you know we have a case and then we're gonna end up getting the the rights to the sunday conversation back from the nfl because yeah i mean the I... lawyers are gonna say well you guys the nfl hey roger you guys didn't do shit with this so it's theirs I mean, I agree, Ben. I, I, you know, I, I guess we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna pay for lawyers to, to, uh, you know, go against the the NFL because they they've got some money, and I'm not saying we don't, but we don't have NFL money. Uh, but I mean, fuck it. No, we don't. The imagine you imagine the publicity that would get. The NFL going against some, you know, not rinky dink, some major podcasts, and and the publicity that that would draw would be fucking. Ugh, our our lists our listenership would go through the goddamn roof. We'd have to have a talk with Trev about uh, cutting a fresh check after that. You know, loyalty liquors business would probably go up six hundred percent in a day. So I was already thinking that. Yeah, yeah, that's you know free advertisement for him as well. So, um. But anyway, so that's the script. Now, I guess the question is, who's going to win? Um, but you never know, because the NFL is is not rigged. It's not rigged. No, it's not. <laughs> Honestly, whoever wins is probably going to be the team that just really goes out there and, and puts it all on the field and, and really works harder than the rest of the guys. Um, it is interesting, Aaron, that like when you start to think about it, like in the in the sense of like, you know, if that you know if the thing whatever it is is scripted, like picture like you know WWE wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you need 
I um, think of like all the tools in the toolbox. Like you need to be able to do everything at every given moment to just like perform the game. But it's like, the it, like, I feel like it comes down to the consistency. It's like, that's why, you know, the best athletes are there, you know, like they want to be running, you know, the fastest going all that. But it's like, you also can't have, you need somebody who can like, um, I guess be consistent enough that like you can sort of control the outcome, like based off their consistency, mm. you know, it's like, okay, Hey, this guy is pretty much could always run for a touchdown, but when, when we need him to get tackled, like he can make it look good, you know, like he still can make it look athletic or like, that was a tough play. Do you get what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, Ben. It's uh... because like, I just, what I guess what I'm thinking about is like this dream that all these like young kids aspire to play at the highest levels, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, but if they, if you really knew that you were just playing to like, because you're a good, like, cause you are so consistent and like in your craft, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can throw this football through into that mailbox four times, but you can also throw it to the right you know, and make it look like you miss. Uh, um, I'm just, I'm just trying to like, like, I guess, understand for myself, like where the um, script comes in. Yeah. I mean, you listen, know, because uh, like, cause you get enough, like, like, I feel like at some point, um, like psychologically, something like could trigger you to be like, I want to win, you know, like I truly want to win. Like, and then you do everything you can, your power to win, you know, but like, you're really not supposed to win, you know, and I could see where like it it could get off a little bit, but then like, does that player get in trouble sort of? Well, I listen, I don't I don't honestly think the NFL scripted. There's too many you have too many high performance athletes and like whatever for whatever, you know, obviously most top end athletes are extremely competitive anyways. That's you know part of why they've gotten to where they're at. And I think with the NFL specifically or with football specifically, those top end athletes, like you know, the best of the best are are insanely competitive. But, you know, you look back on some of the Super Bowls of the years and, you know, there's definitely been times where it's like, mm, that seems a little too convenient for uh, it to all work out. You know, the even my own team with the Patriots won Super Bowl 36. That was the year after 9-11, you know. So you have the team, the team that has the, you know, American flag colors and it's called the Patriots and and they're they were 14 point underdogs in that Super Bowl and they win outright. You know, that seems awfully convenient. And there's a touching 9 11 tribute at halftime with U2 playing. And that seems awfully convenient. Um, Interesting. Yeah, you got the 18 and 0 Patriots that, you know, ran roughshod over everybody. And then they lose in the Super Bowl, you know, the one of the greatest offenses of all time. And then they they only put up Randy whatever Moss. it was, 14 points in the in the Super Bowl. Uh yeah, yeah. At at that point, Tom Brady, who set the record at, you know, at, at the time, it's not the record anymore, but the record for touchdown passes in a season. You had Randy Moss set the 
touchdown uh, receptions in a season record. And then they go in and play the Giants and they, they you know, put up 14 points or whatever the hell it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it seems convenient. But it just – it also, like, there's especially with the NFL, with how many guys are on the roster and how many coaches and all that stuff, I don't know how the fuck you could possibly organize that. I mean, you got the refs, obviously, right? They're NFL employees. That, that's how they're you have to do They're not, though. Did you know that? Well, they're part they're part time employees, but right, they are still yeah. employees of the of the NFL. But yeah, they're part time, which is bananas. Interesting, yeah, because they're it's it's in like they're like a third party, like so that means they get to yeah. These guys they, have day jobs, and then they get flown out to work, you know, a playoff game on a Sunday, and then the next day you go back to their day job, which is like fucking bizarre. Yeah, like think about how many guys in the fucking office are like. Johnny, you blew that call. Yeah, you, right. <laughs> you asshole. I had the fucking over. You fucked me. Um, because you better believe if I worked with an NFL referee. Honestly, Aaron, that is like it I like look at look at it from that standpoint. It's like this NFL ref that works at Aflac Insurance with fucking, <laughs> you know, Joe Schmo, and Joe's like, oh, I got uh, you know, I got 225 bucks riding on so and so and and then this guy's like, I'm going to fuck you so bad. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to let him win. And then it's like, you know, he's like going against a multi-billion dollar industry because his, his desk mate co-worker, like, you know, had a bet on something. It's just like. Yeah, I'm so I'm looking. I just I just pulled up this article on Yahoo that's from uh, last June or this past June. And so, like, Brad Allen is a nonprofit CEO this guy is a software quality assurance manager. Cleet Blakeman is an attorney. Carl Cheffers is a sales manager. Land Clark is a chief building official. Alan Eck is a tax manager. Adrian Hill is an aerospace software engineer. Okay, that guy's probably pretty smart. Aaron, have you noticed something about all these folks? Uh, that they're all like a lot of first. executive, a lot of executive e type. Okay, but they're but, but, but they're not they're not all like this guy John John Hussey is a sales representative. Alex Kemp is an insurance agent. Yeah, Clay for Martin. who? Freaking striker making eight hundred thousand dollars <laughs> every Martin. other month. Yeah. Clay Martin is a high school administrator and basketball coach. Scott Novak is a sales manager. Brad Rogers is a college professor. Oh, the thing just moved. Sean Smith works in finance. Attorney, CPA, athletic director. It is uh, it's just, can you imagine your athletic director is just a fucking NFL referee. Like you walk in to, to talk about whatever and you're like, this guy's just, he's a referee in the NFL. It's such a weird thing that the NFL with all the officiating problems they have, that they don't just pay these guys 400 grand a year and make them. Full well, I wonder if that's like part of the problem right there. Well, it definitely is it, to some degree, but it's also the, the nature of the game itself. It's such a hard game. To, it's so fast. And like they're the, the rules of, you know, the thing about micromanaging is that when you, the more you micromanage, the more you have to micromanage because there's the more details that you have to, you know, be cognizant of. And, you know, with the NFL, there's so many rules. I believe it's the professional sport that has the most rules in the world. You know, so as you keep changing the rules and make it more, you know, the minutia, like there's just more and more you have to keep track of. I mean, watch an NFL game. There's fucking 700 flags in a game. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um well, but, that's the other thing. It's like, dude, I don't watch football enough, nor did I ever play football. But, like, Aaron, I wouldn't even begin to, like, um, know where to even start watching to, like, 
what's a, you know, it's like how, you know, that's why there's 15 refs. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. You know, oh, it's, yeah. that's yeah. why I like, you know, hockey, basketball, you know, baseball, you know, even baseball has got a lot of umpires, but like, I feel like that's in a, that's a fast game in terms of, you know, a line drive that is foul or fair. Like you kind of have to have, but like, you know, sometimes in football, it's like there's so much other shit happening that it's just like the you know the flow of the game and everything. It just seems like odd because it's like you know one ref could just be sitting there, like they they hypothetically don't they say they can call a, a, a throw a flag on every single play? Yeah, yeah. There's holding on every single. If you if you watch like you know I've been watching the NFL my whole life. We only got two minutes left here, so we'll wrap this up. But like if you if you pay enough attention to football and you watch football, like you could watch a play and just look at the offensive and defensive line every play and be like, oh, there's a flag. The amount of false starts there are that don't get called, you know, holding. Yeah, there's, you could call a flag on every single play because there's so many fucking rules. But, um, well, all right, Ben. So looking forward to the Niners and the and the Ravens on February 11th. That'll be good. We'll we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, who's gonna win? Uh, I'm sure I'll have money on like 17 different bets that we'll all lose and it'll be a uh, great viewing experience. I can't wait for it. But uh, that's 203 in the books, buddy. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you doing this with me still. And uh, great chat, pal. I love you. Hey, love you, man. I appreciate you.